Life is exactly like a fight. Every single day you wake up there is a new opponent or the same opponent with a different strategy waiting for you. This is a private battle, there's no Wes or us, it's only you and life in the ring. Earlier today I received a call from a friend, as we talk I asked him one of the usual questions, how things are going with you there? How bro? Oka palo con Gina. The pitch is hot, that was his response. Surely, he is the reason I am writing about this subject. It's not the first time I heard this phrase and I never interrupted anyone who has said it to me. But, today I want to change the way my friend perceives life and anyone who thinks the same. There's a saying that says, everyone has a past. I do not know how true it is, but it's a key in reminding those who think they are on a pitch. No one else is affected by your past as you do, others may know that you have a past that haunts you and may feel pity for you. But can they really feel the pain you are going through? When you are on the pitch that's a teamwork, you can say Lucas is letting you down or you lost because of Lucas. But realistically, we are all facing challenges, obstacles and even failures that no one can save us from if we are not defending ourselves. So this is a ring with jabs, hooks and uppercuts that come in form of challenges, obstacles and failures. Great news? You can or might have a good or better trainer which can be very helpful which we all had, think of our loving mothers or parents who raised us. This is a person who says get up or you can do this when you have no hope. Or who makes you hold on to your faith because you just don't have a heart to them down. What about friends or family? You may ask. Well. Consider them as your fans whom you do not want to let down. Either way, this is not a pitch. This is a ring. Next time you hear someone saying, the pitch is hot, give them a point of correction, rather say, it's very tough in here, in the ring. My friend reminded me of the two unforgettable times early in my first year at varsity. In 2016, I enrolled in one of the best universities in the entire African continent, Namibia University of Science and Technology, NUST. It was great for real, particularly that I was considered one of the best students by those who knew me and I knew it too. But after writing the first test which I still do not know where it was set from, I was ready to quit. I ended up getting 11% from that test, not because I didn't study, but because it was tough. After taking 89% of hits, I told myself, varsity is not for me. It's for the very best, no wonder two young women from my village who passed grade 12 with flying colors ended up quitting from this university. I had no hope of surviving in Nust. After writing that test, I didn't even take a cab that day, I walked from Nust to Kachutura, because I wanted to make sure that by the time I get home, I had convincing reasons of quitting. When I got home, I had no energy to spill out the words of quitting. But, for the whole two weeks I didn't go to school. I would leave as going to take a cab, but I would just go to a nearby playground until 10 or 11 a.m. One day, my cousin came from work and told me a story of his neighbor Franz who dropped out of varsity two years back. And now he was begging money to go back. My cousin did not know that a playground had become my school. But his story really motivated me because I'd rather die than begging for money. I went back to varsity which is now a mission accomplished. Had it not be Franz's story for my cousin, I don't know where I would be today. When I was in grade 12, my main focus was to pass and get admitted at the varsity. Let's face it, no matter what we are doing or going through we all want to have that one person who sees us as part of their world. Someone who looks at you as if they won a lottery. I was no exception to this, I wanted mine as well. But since I knew my background well, I wanted the opposite of what I was familiar with, I wanted someone from an urban area. After resuming my studies, three weeks thereabout, I met a girl named Anaki. She was a short girl of about 167 centimeters, with a light complexion with a sweet accent. After a few days of knowing her, I chose to express what I felt for her. We chat for a about 5 minutes, 
and I looked on her eyes and started. She didn't look away, she did exactly the same. Maybe after just speaking six or seven words, she interrupted, why do you speak English like a grade four learner? And she walked away. What? Not even grade 10, 9, 8 or 7, but 4? I was crushed, I felt like everyone heard it, her words were like waves in my mind and ears. I couldn't look anyone in the face, I walked straight to the taxi rank and left. But deep down I knew she was right. Despite that, I was one of the best learners at my previous schools, speaking English was a huge barrier. But this was really a devastating blow. I was repeatedly asking myself, was it really necessary for her just to tell me like that? This was tough. I just resumed my studies a few weeks ago, and here was someone telling me that I don't deserve to be here. I seriously did not know where to begin because I knew going to school alone would not bring the results I wanted easily. Nor did I ever want to hear those words dot like a grade 4 learner. Late in the afternoon, I was in my room wandering around and while I was doing so, I saw a Herrero girl, Amani, through the window and an idea quickly pops in my mind. I can be a friend with this girl and she can help. I quickly jumped out of my room and told her the real truth. I formed a great friendship with Amani which has helped me. I will forever be grateful for taking immediate action on this idea. This is because instead of looking in the mirror of defeat, I acted on what became a window of possibilities. Surely, fear was there to hear similar words from Amani, but this time I knew well that only the real truth could save me. So when today my friend spoke of a pitch, he reminded me of these knockdowns. Friends and family may try to back you up. But for example, if you fail to take full control of your life which I absolutely doubt if it will happen if you think you are in a pitch. In the end nobody is going to say we lost. So can you think of a time when life tried to knock you down?